Welcome to our Pnimi. This is Saratova Beth, Parshas Vayera, part two. Really, this is part two of a hopefully five-part series about perception change, perception shifts. What is the perception shift that we're looking towards? Well, the old way was Hashem created the world. God created the world in a way that you don't see him. And ultimately, in Yemaisa Mashiach, full Geula, you will see him openly in everything. And the Umala Aritz Hashem, the earth will be filled with the knowledge of Hashem. And therefore, we're moving towards that time. So when it comes to the work of, week of Bayere Lav Habaya, that Hashem appears to him, as we spoke about yesterday, Hashem appears to us. This is a week when there's, when the, the cover is taken off, so to speak, of, of, Hashem takes the cover off of him, himself. And he reveals himself openly to us. And, one of the things we see is um, it's a hard week for most people, many people. I'm not most people. Many people. It's a hard week for many people, and everybody blames it on a different thing. Oh, it's because the contractor didn't show up, or uh, Amazon wouldn't take back the return, or God forbid worse, etc. Everybody blames it on something else, but most probably the reason that it's a complicated week and globally, it's pretty, 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 pretty wild, pretty crazy. The reason it's a hard week is because there's a revelation of the light of Mashiach now that you didn't have even last week. And therefore, um, you have to be a vessel for it. And most of us, are struggling to be, to, to, when a, a whole new level of revealed light just starts to shine in your eyes, what do you see in babies? When the light is too bright, they shut their eyes. They shut down. So we tend to shut down when there's very strong light. And, and therefore what we experience when we're shutting down because of the strong light is, um, all the things we feel this week. You know, that life isn't working the way we would like it to work. Let's, let's say it that way. So that seems to be the psychological phenomenon in this week. Life doesn't seem to be working the way most people want it to work. And um, what does Hashem want? We're the babies. We're the newborn babies who were just born this minute as the world was created for the first time this moment. And we were put into this world. And uh, actually, we're higher than the world. And the world was created for us. But with um, sorry, there are a lot of distractions. So I lose my train of thought. Um, sorry. Um, okay, I lost my train of thought. People were coming in and out. Okay, we'll go to another thought. So let's let's backtrack. So it being a complex week, oh, what are we supposed to do? Oh, right, we were saying. Brand new newborn baby, don't shut your eyes. Don't shut down when the light is brighter than before. But I don't know. I guess open up to the light and trust that Hashem will give us the ability to take in a much stronger level of light. Okay. Now, all of this, going back to the Sikha, all of this happened to Avram Avinu after his bris milah. So we just want to spend a few minutes finding out what it is about bris mila that makes it the the 
mitzvah through which this light was revealed to him and to us this week. What is it? Because until 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 Hashem appeared until his bris mila, you had, as it says here, um, the revelation of Vayerlav Havaya, which happens after his bris, is higher than before. Of course, Hashem appeared to him in Lech Lecha. What? Lech Lecha. Hashem appeared to Avram Avinu last week, so to speak, and said, leave your father's home, leave everything familiar, and move to the, go to the place that I will take you to. If that's Hashem, not Hashem appearing, then I don't know what is. So you can't say that Hashem didn't appear to Avram Avinu. He did. But after Brismila, it's way higher in two ways. One, the level of Hashem, the intensity of the light that comes to Avram Avinu is way higher. It's a revelation of Shemavaya, higher than Shemelakim, and even a higher level in Shemavaya. Higher, basically, Hashem appears to Avram Avinu now, after Bris, in a much higher way. That's one. And also, this revelation that's way higher than before, he was able to internalize. That's what we're talking about. We're saying the light is coming to us this week. And we can't take it. We reject it. We push it away. We shut down. We close our eyes. It's too much for us. It wasn't too much for him. It was, he was able to actually sit. Where was he sitting? Outside of his tent. What is this, this tent, the warm, safe space that he shared with, with Sari Menu? This tent? He sat outside of it, on the road, essentially. And he sat there. We're on the road now. Here we sit. We are literally at a crossroads in history. Well, I'm not going to go into the whole globalist issue, but we are literally, do the research yourself, look into it. We are literally at a crossroads in history. Of course, Alpi Tyra, from Gullus to Gaula, <clears throat> and how it expresses itself, that crossroads, in history now is, um, let's say it in simple way, from uh, living in a democratic country to a country that seems to want to become a communist country. That's so fun. And go find a place that is democratic. Well, can't go across the border. They're worse over there. Not north, not south, not east, not west. They, They just, right? So the world which seem to be determined to be a, a democratic world, doesn't seem to want to be that anymore. Right. The al Exactly. The al Somebody just said that. The al says that's what's going to happen. So we are sitting outside of the tent. For all of these years, we sat in the tent of Avram and Sarah, feeling safe. You know, I live in safe little America or Canada or France or England or this or that, and I was fine. I was safe. And in that safe little warm haven of a tent, and then now what? We're sitting at the crossroads. We're, we're, sitting, we're sitting on the road. And as we're sitting on the road, as we're sitting on the road, we have to learn how to deal with things.
sorry, we're returning to our shear. So here we are in the crossroads. And the difference between us, we're sitting outside the tent at on the road, essentially. When you're sitting outside your tent, you're basically outside, you're on the road. You know, okay, it is a road. It is a road. It is outside your tent, so you're a little bit connected to your warm, safe space. But on the other hand, you are um, outside on the road. So here's the thing. Avram Avinu, he was able to internalize that strong revelation. When you're on the road, when you're outside, you, you know, when when you're trying to have a discussion with somebody and they're kind of like shopping and they're like, they're, you know, I'm not home. Uh, I can't talk now. I can't think now because they're ha- with one foot here and one foot there. So they're not settled. They're not settled. And so, so sitting outside your tent on the road, you're not really settled. You're kind of. And, and, and Avram Avinu, so to speak, is distracted. He's looking for, 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 for travelers. So he's like in the travel mood. He's, you know, he's one foot in his healing mode, one foot in the traveling thing. He's distracted. So we know what it's like to be distracted. Everybody in this world is distracted. And yet he was able to sit there on the road and internalize a revelation of Hashem that we can't even, inter- we can't internalize. It's not working for us. We're we're out there in the world and it's 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 wild and crazy and we're like what I don't know I can't think not now I'm busy I can't, I'm distracted but not only that even if we're sitting in our homes and there's nothing else going on we somehow are in this situation where we can't seem to internalize this great light what was this great light this great light was Hashem took the cover off the sun why did he take the cover off the sun ostensibly. To heal Avram Avinu, the rays of the sun, which is ever part of the, I think the far infrared rays of the sun, if I got it right, are the healing rays, and they were brought out without a cover to heal Avram Avinu. But more than that, that was the excuse. But what was really going on was that the revelation of Mashiach was was there in a way that will that was just for probably a few hours. It was a sneak preview what will, what will be in Yemaisa Mashiach. We will eventually sit in a way of yeshiva. That's why we'll see how this devolves on yeshiva. We will sit. He was sitting there. And he was internalizing. He was able to see Hashem openly. It was so strong. The thing that we cannot do this week or at all, which is experience this very strong light of Hashem and not shut down. And how do we see ourselves shutting down? This one's too busy and this one's too this and this one's too that and this is too distracted and this one falls asleep and this one this, this one gets upset and this one this. Everybody another thing. I'm like, I can't and uh, and circumstances. Because it's, it's, it's the light is too strong for us. And yet in this very same week, Avram Avinu is looking straight in the in the face of this light. And he's internalizing it. So that's the difference. He needed Brismila to be able to internalize it. He couldn't internalize that light before he had Brismila. There was a blockage between him and Hashem. We are in the moments now. Hashem is trying to do, so to speak, that Brismila on us. That uncovering the, the part of ourselves that can take in Hashem's light without us having to push it away and resist it. We're in a time now, everybody's running away from everybody all the time. 
you know, you speak to them about something important and like, they're like, I have to go. Nobody can deal with anything. Everybody's running from everybody else. Everything's too much for everybody. Because the light, what is too much? The light of Mashiach. We feel like it's too much. Avram Avinu did not feel like it's too much. Because he had his bris milah. So, the very high revelation, it was taken in by him. He became a vessel for this very high revelation, and it went into him. Until he had the bris milah, he couldn't really stand up. He couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't see such a strong light. He couldn't face something so strong. And tomorrow we'll look into that possible. But the question is, why does Bris Mila do it? What is it about Bris Mila? And if you're of the feminine gender, if we're still allowed to say the word gender in America or in the world, um, you know, we're, we're still talking about feminine and masculine gender, at least for the time being, while, while they let us legally. So if you are... In, of the feminine gender, you didn't have a bris mila, except spiritually. So here we're really referring to, okay, there are those people who um, have bris mila physically and spiritually, and then there are those who have it spiritually. And that's all of us. All of Klal Yisrael, Knesset Yisrael, the wife of Hashem, is now going through bris mila. So what is it about bris mila? Bris mila is higher than all the mitzvahs because um, so I'm not going to pretend that I understand the explanation. I'm just going to say, Kol are all the mitzvahs of the Torah were done with three brisim, and brismila is done with 13. I'm not going to pretend to explain that. Um, and together with this, what is the really unique thing about brismila? It is the first mitzvah that enters the physical world and stays there permanently. Until that moment, Bar Avais, well, Avram Avinu, he was able to do things. There were mitzvahs. He did things. But all of the godliness that he would draw down would then pop back up, so to speak. Nothing, godliness was not infused into, into the physical world except through one mitzvah, Brismila. His very flesh was engraved with a covenant in his very flesh, with a covenant of Hashem, and there was godliness being permeated into the physical world, into his physical self. So that's the uniqueness of bris mila. When we're talking about bris mila for us, as Knesset Yisrael, spiritually, we're talking about very strong holiness coming down into our physical lives. And not only that, um, bris mila doesn't only embed itself in the physical body of the person who is having the bris, but in the whole world. Because bris mila is connected with the bris, the covenant of the land of Israel. I will, says Hashem in the Pasuk, I will cause you to inherit it through this mitzvah. That means that mitzvah mila gives us the kayach to take a physical land, just like it takes a physical body, a part of the physical body, and makes it holy. So it takes a physical land and makes it holy. Eretz Canaan. 
into Eretz Yisrael. What does it mean, Eretz Yisrael? Eretz Shirasa Lasas Ritzayn Kainu. It makes it into from a very depraved land into a land that wants to do the will of Hashem. And then from there to the whole world. So let's just do one little piece more about Brismila. So you have these two extremes in Brismila. Very high level of godliness comes through it, higher than all the mitzvahs, and it comes into the lowest place. What would you say is the lowest place in the world? A stone, a rock, grass, grass, sidewalk, this, that, trees. No. We could say the lowest part of the physical world is the Nefesh of Bahamas of a Jew, in which a Jew has the ability to fight truth and very uh, aggressively. How do you see it in everyday life? People feel like, don't, I don't need Hashem to tell me what to do with my private relationships. That's my business. It's not Hashem's place to tell me what to do in my personal conduct. Essentially. The average person would feel that way. Tell me, you know, even what to eat, maybe, but in my relationships, that's not Hashem's, right? It's not a place for Hashem to, so to speak, get involved. On the contrary, that is the, the, the independent appetite of a Jew to do what he wants to do, as he wants to do, when, where, what is in a sense the lowest domain that if that is conquered, then everything is conquered in the world. So therefore Hashem said, I want Brismila in the procreative parts of the body, the part of the body that enables literally procreation, creating eternal generations, that is where I want to establish my covenant. And at the same time, in the most willful aspect of physical life, how I conduct my relationships, with whom, where, when, what. So this is the dichotomy in Brismila. The highest godliness coming to the lowest place. And why? Hashem wants that his highest aspect should be in the lowest world. Let's just open this up a bit. So I didn't really have a Brismila for obvious gender reasons. So what does this have to do with us? The same dynamic. The highest permeating the lowest. We don't want, and Hashem doesn't just want, that the revelation, his revelation should come down into all Seder, come down to the lower world, other of it. He wants that the levels of, him, of the godliness from the highest worlds, um, his very essence should be in this lowest world. Like Brismila. His very essence should be in this lowest world. Like the whole world is now getting a bris mila. And, as it says, All the heavens, I think the Nabi says in Micha, I think. The heavens and all the heavens cannot contain you, Hashem. Only this physical house, the base of Mikdash, if all the heavenly realms cannot contain you, and a physical house can. Um, and from there, all the light goes out to the world. So what does that mean? The main completion 
And the main revelation of the Yeshamiti, Hashem, is in the Yeshagashmi. Where can you experience Hashem the most? In the physical Yesh. That's where you have the Yeshamiti. Okay, those words. Okay, I'm not going to translate it. So now, to end off, we understand. The energy of this week, meaning a very high level of, of godliness coming down into us in a very, very deep way, done through Brismila, happens to every single Jew. <clears throat> this isn't the story about Avram Avinu. It happens to every Jew. Because it says, and to end off with Prismila, um, it, um, it says, uh, that, um, that this, this special advantage of, of Bris in your in your physical flesh happens to every single Jew till the end of all generations to such an extent that the Metzias of B'nai Yisrael is connected with Bris Mila even before Mila just a side point we know that the nations of the world remember in those years when they didn't like us there are some people who say they saw a sign that said um, uh Something like uh, normal people hate Israel. So somebody else, God forbid, that was a sign on a bus bus stop. So somebody wrote, yeah, that means they hate Jews. No. Why does it mean they hate Jews? That was then. They hate Jews. As somebody once said, a speaker once said, they always hated Jews because Jews stood up for the truth of Tyre Mitzvah. So they hated us. That one's dumb. They don't hate us for standing up for the truth of Tyre Mitzvah now. Now they hate us when we don't stand up for the truth of Torah Mitzvah. When we're not fully stepping into who we really fully were created to be, that's when they hate us. So they don't hate Jews now. They hate Judaism. Trying, They hate when Bibi comes along and says, we will be the first of all the nations to yada da 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 We're not one of the nations. So why do you want to be the first of all the nations? We're not one of the, the nations. As long as you're thinking that we're the first of all the nations they don't want us to be one of the nations they know where we belong higher than the nations so if we're going to declare ourselves one of the nations strike one against us by the nations and then we're going to say on top of that we're the first of all the nations excuse us this is our domain we're the nations you're the jews you have to be the leaders and we you know there's a there's a a savior to this so if you're going to declare yourselves the first of all the nations and make contracts with you know some German company, you're you're in the you're in the wrong battle. You're in the wrong race. You're not a nation, and you're not the first of the nations. So if they say normal people hate Israel, no, but doesn't mean normal people hate Jews. Normal people want Jews to stand up and step fully into being full Jews. So here we have this idea of um, until the end of days. That the Metzias of a Yid is connected with Mila. Oh, so the, the nations of the world always knew us and our Bris Mila, they didn't like it. I guess those were the days when they didn't hold from having circumcision. They did not like 
that Yidin did bris milah. They didn't like it at all. That was in the days when they hated that we did mitzvahs. So they, we were known. Bris milah means Jew. Jew means bris milah. So even they knew that. But here, here, Hasidus is saying that the existence of a Jew is connected with bris milah before he has the milah, before he has the bris. The baby is born. He still has another eight days before he has the bris milah. He's already connected to bris milah. He didn't even have it yet. And if you're female, if we're allowed to say that word in America today, you never have it. And you're still connected to it. As we find in halacha, um, there's a whole halacha about that. Okay. So this exists, and, and this exists for every single Jew. The revelation of Vayera Lab Havaya means at bris mila, the godly soul enters the Jew. That's it. The godly soul enters the Jew. And we're going to stop at the end of this. So the godly soul, nefesh elokis, is a very high level of godliness. And when you touch the essence of something, then you touch the whole thing. So... On some level, your godly soul is part of one, the essence of the highest thing, of Hashem. And, um, and when it comes down into your physical body, that looks like the physical body of every other person in the world. It looks the same as everybody else. But when that very high soul the essence of Hashem comes through your soul down and merges with your physical body. And that means every single Jew. So that the truth of the physical body of a Jew is that it comes from the godly soul, the Nefshelikis. That means that your physical body, the physical body of every single Jew, is a holy body. Guf Kaddish. And it's called, and we're called Adam. Like Adam Le'Elyon. So therefore, to pull it all together, we're in a tough week. Vayera Lav Hashem is happening to every one of us. Um, everybody has a different way to explain why it's a tough week. Everybody has a different reason. But the basic reason why it's a tough week is because the sheath has come off the sun. And Hashem is openly re- revealed for a very short time, trying to get us, I guess, used to experiencing this like taking it in, Bipnimis, in a way of sitting, like Avram Avinu sat, who yayshev, Pesach Ha'el, in the heat of the day with this high revelation. And from there, we're already vessels for this light. So then, boom, everybody's healed and we go, into Yemaisa Mashiach. From this parsha, from this moment, from this tough week. And the bris mila that the whole world is going through, it looks like today, not only the Jewish people are going through bris mila. Look around at the world. It's loops de doops It's really crazy. It looks like the whole world is going through, on their level, whatever is their version of bris mila. That the covering that they had between them and Hashem is just being ripped away from them. And they're left kind of exposed face-to-face with Hashem, and they don't know what to do. And we do, because we go through this all the time. We've been doing this for 5,782 years. So it will fit. It will make sense that, as it says, 
They'll come to us and say, hey, you guys know what to do. When Hashem appears to you eye to eye, what do you do? You've been doing this forever. And we say, right, 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 right. And you will step into your role as leader in the world as a Yid, leading the world into facing Hashem face to face and becoming fully one with Him and bringing the Gula Mitzvah So may it be that in this week of Vayera La Vavaya, we should see Hashem, Mashiach, fully revealed and find ourselves in the base of Migdash, a Shlishi leaders expressing the Malchus of Hashem to the fullest.